but I was listening. I was in a group with other people. I was listening to their stories. I was listening to their adventures. I was listening to what they were going through. And that was the one step, the one step. And then the next step was, okay, now I need to turn around and say hello to family. And if it's just one cousin or one uncle or whoever that you feel comfortable with or a close friend, because some people might not be comfortable with family. You never know, depending on your situation. But I reached out to one that I could really trust and say, look, can we have a face-to-face? -face? I just want to just have a talk, maybe 10, 15 minutes. That's another step. So, you know, you have to find things. First, you got to make your mind. Here goes back to the mindset again. And I want to tweak this mindset a little bit, Queen, because everybody's talking about mindset. You have to have that mindset. You got to believe in yourself. And I agree with all of that. In fact, I teach on it too. But there's something to add to that. And I want people to start thinking about mindset into mind flow. And what I mean by mind flow is when you think of mindset, that's a set. Think of set. It just, you set, sit in there. I was sitting in that loneliness. I was sitting in that room, but I had to open up my mind and flow to make sure I get those steps going. So technically, you know, just give, like I said, going back to giving people what to do to the next stage. You have to take those steps, but you have to own yourself and say to yourself, do I want to be doing this the rest of my life? The one life that I have, because you know how a lot of people say, a lot of speakers say this, you know, you, you, you're you born, you got the middle, and then, you know, we get our wings, as I say, we fly to the next world. But I always tell people, you need to do something in that middle. You owe that to you and you, you're accountable to yourself for that and you're accountable to others because now you're hiding your gift. People need to know your gift. If Shiba would hide in the house, we wouldn't get all of the beautiful things that she does, not just within her Namaste, beautiful souls. I'm Shilpa, and you're tuned into the Omni Mindfulness Podcast, a sanctuary for spiritual entrepreneurs. As a holistic mindfulness coach and social marketing strategist, I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey. On this show, we explore captivating stories and provide practical tools that deepen your connection with your authentic self. Through the personal and professional narratives of remarkable individuals, we expand our consciousness and ignite the spark of possibility. Each season, I curate content that empowers you to create a holistic lifestyle encompassing spirituality, mindfulness, energy awareness, and mindset. Join me as we engage in conversations with experts in their respective fields and share solo casts from yours truly, all aimed at supporting you and relaxing, revitalizing, resetting your body, mind, and spirit. I'm your host and the visionary behind Omni Mindfulness. So what if just one story had the power to shift the trajectory of your life? What if you could become an instrument in helping others realize their true selves? And what if your soul's higher purpose lies in experiencing the joy of Omni Mindfulness? Remember, it's never too late to rewrite your story.
Welcome to Season 8 of the Omni Mindfulness Podcast. During this exciting season, we delve deep into the power of mindset. In October, join us as we explore Happy Mind. Is happiness an inside-out job? We'll explore the concept of happiness from various perspectives, ranging from DNA and brain health to mindfulness practices. Moving into November, it's all about conscious connections. Loneliness can be an epidemic, especially during the holidays. Let's understand the art of forming meaningful connections and in december we wrap up 2023 with the theme embodied awareness discover how to connect your body mind and spirit for a holistic approach to life stay tuned for thought-provoking conversations expert insights and transformative stories it's a season you won't want to miss And up next is the amazing Barbara Beckley, a seasoned entrepreneur, CEO, and founder of Diamond Factor Network. For over a decade, empowers individuals unleash their potential. As a 12-time best-selling author and renowned keynote speaker, Barbara specializes in personal development, guiding people to discover their purpose, passion, and drive. Her captivating presence on stage resonates with global audiences, offering a wealth of knowledge to inspire and motivate. Barbara is also a prominent visibility and social media strategist, crafting compelling online narratives. Her TV hosting and producing skills bring stories to life, inspiring and educating to unlock their unique gifts and potential. And now without further ado, here is Barbara. Welcome, Barbara. Hello, hello. As as I always say, Queen Shippa, I'm so delighted to be on your show, your podcast. This has been a long wait for me, but it's been an honor finally to be here. Absolutely. I am so impressed with all the energy that you have. You have two shows already, right? Yeah, I have two and two more coming in the works. So I've been pretty busy uh, doing that, but it's all because of my heart for people and making sure they shine in, in, the, in the world, in our universe. So I, I don't mind doing it at all, at all. I truly believe you have a gift and it's, you were right. It, it's been a long time yes. for us. And now I'm, I always believe everything happens for a reason because while you and I had tried to have you on different topics over the course of 2022, you are talking today to me about the topic of mindset as it relates to conscious connection. And I feel like having gotten to know you in this past shine on stage period, I believe you know more about this on a more deeper spiritual level. I'd like for you to share your thoughts on what does conscious connection mean to you? Well, thank you very much, Queen. And, and like I said, I want to start off by, you probably hear me saying Queen a lot. And usually I say that because I work with a lot of women. Uh, that's my expertise that I believe in because of my stories that happened in my life. So before we talk about connection, conscious connection, you always got to look back at yourself. And that's what brought me to where I am now because uh, Queen, I once was a person that didn't believe in my value, 
didn't believe that I had a voice, didn't believe I even should be on this earth. And it was a lot of the mindset myself telling me that, but then there was a lot of outer voices telling me the same thing. When I was back in grade school, it started when I was seven to 10, I was bullied heavily. People used to say, you know, what are you doing here? They called me an alien. I mean, they literally called me an alien. Um, they told me I look funny. You know, I was too, at that time I was a little, I call it fluffy, but they'll call it fat. <laughs> um, and just everything that you can think of, they named me in a negative way. So from the start of my life, I looked at myself as small. And I always tell people the universe, and I believe in God, God always sends certain people to you. And I call them angels in my life. Um, my teacher was one. My dad was the other one. And they put in me that I was just a diamond in the rough. So again, going back, connection, conscious connection. So that was a connection for me already to get the negativity out of my life and bring in the positive that was supposed to be the real me growing up to understand that I am important, that I am somebody, that I have a gift. So through that journey, Shippa, I believed in my whole heart and mind that if I'm dealing with this, how many other people are dealing with that? How many other people in the world is telling other individuals, especially that I said women, because I went through a lot of different situations that other women have might've went through. What are they dealing with? Are they dealing with the fact that people are telling them in their face that they're nothing? Are they dealing with the fact that they feel like they're not valued or not pretty? Oh, it was just crushing me because it was crushing me because I was going through it as I was thinking about it. So by the time the age of 17, unfortunately, a big hit happened in my life, uh, a boulder, I call it, uh, my dad passed away. And he was the one that would tell me all the time, you know, he called me queen. At that time, it was princess because I was younger. Now I'm older. So I came from princess to queen. <laughs> and from that point, he would just say, Barbara, you are going to be amazing in life. You're just going through some struggles. You're going through those low, low valleys that we call. You're going through a learning experience. And when he put it in that sense, I was like, okay. Now being younger, I was like, okay, I hear you, dad. I love you, dad. But do I really got to go through all of this? <laughs> it kind of hurts. <laughs> it really ugh. But that was molding me. And he went back to the diamond story. And my teacher told me the diamond story. They didn't talk, but they were telling me the same thing. So after I lost him at the age of 17, my, my age, and it was a brutal loss because he was murdered. He wasn't sickly or anything in an accident. But basically, I felt like somebody, somebody took his life and took my life at the same time because that was my that was my diamond. Uh, disconnection. I was talking about connection. That was a disconnection for me. But the connection came back when I thought about, should I end? Because at that time, I was at a crossroad. Should I end my life and just be forget it because there's nobody else to cheerlead me in my life? Or should I move on to this mission in life that was given to me and make sure that every individual, especially, like I said, especially women, understand they have a purpose, they have a value, and they have a voice. And that started my journey, Queen. That started my journey to connect, to start connecting with individuals. Now, I mean, men and women, I always say women because that's what I tend to draw to when I'm talking about my stories, but it takes both. It takes both. And 
it takes you to tell your story so you kind of connect consciously with the right individuals that need to hear your story, that need to heal, that need to know there's hope. So with all that, you have to have that, I had that mindset at the time to say, okay, it's not about you anymore, Barbara. It's about them understanding what you went through so they know that they're not, a, they're not, they're not alone, lone or lonely. My goodness, Barbara, the fact that you mentioned not these key anecdotal moments in your life leading up to where you are now, I feel like that is something so many people can connect to. I personally can resonate with this desire that grew in you. It feels like, like a butterfly that was still not quite grown or, you know, out of its out of its shell. But one that recognize that if I feel this pain then somebody else that is going through it feels it and you can become the coach or the mentor that they may not have because I often felt that way throughout my career and throughout different stages of my life yes and um that that's why I said you know first I felt alone because I was like okay I'm not dealing with this and then after a while, after, like I said, the age of 17, I was getting older and I was really looking around at other people and I was seeing that there was hurt out there in the world with others, but they didn't, they had disguise or they had to play it safe or they had to show up a certain way because if they show up the way that they were hurt, then, you know, people would have been like neglecting them or what have you. So I was seeing that in people. And I think that that was another gift that I know God gave me is like, okay, now that you went through this, Barbara, now that you're dealing with this, now the valleys that you went through, I want you to see, really take a notice on seeing others. So when I'm talking to people now, every time I talk to people, I can hear the outside. I say, how are you doing today? This example. Oh, I'm great and wonderful, Barbara. How are you? Already, to me, that's a sign of they don't want to say what's really going on and they're pushing it back on me real quickly so they don't have to say anything. And most of the time, probably 90% of the time, I'm right on that because people don't want to open up and say what's really going on with them because people are going to think that, okay, they're going to think I'm weak or they're going to think that I can't do something or they don't think that I'm strong. To me, strong is being vulnerable, being able to open up, being able to talk, being able to make sure that people understand that, no, I'm not good. Because some days I'll tell somebody, I'll be like, Barbara, how are you doing? I'm not doing too good today. They'd be like, okay, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, and often it takes someone who recognizes that um, there are others, there are many people. I think most people we encounter often have these different layers and those layers are there to protect them. However, it's harder to make a connection with other humans when what you're doing might be all these different layers yeah and in another thing queen they have to be and that's where you have to start the relationship building with people with the connection because the trust has to be there especially if i need to trust you with things in my life that i have really guarded and really was really hurtful in my life and now you expect me to say all of that in front of you 
it does not going to take one day to do that. Now, some people, they might be so much because of me, I'm going to say me, and I'm not particularly like the special person, but, but I don't mind. It took me years and years to say, okay, I'm open to say things that happened in my life because I know that's a mission for me to help others give them hope. So I'm open to saying what I need to say regarding what I did, what I went through. But everybody's not the same like that. People are not going to, and like I said, it's not saying that they're weak or anything. It's like they're guarding themselves, like you said, Queen, um, and have these like walls that say, no, I don't want to get hurt again. I, I don't want, if you say one little sentence or one little word that might spring something or might trigger something in me. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. <laughs> we can be friends. We can be, you know, we can be in a community together. We can talk and say hi and bye, but that's it. And I always look at that is to me a lonely part of a person's life because if you can't open up to anybody, then to me that's a state of a mindset of just closing yourself out from others, and that's that's not good at all. It's not good at all. Yes, and that can lead to so many other, uh, I would say, issues psychologically emotionally and then blocks in the body and the blocks emotional blocks turn into actual blocks that appear in the body so i agree and especially during the time post-covid during covid i believe that a lot of us may have witnessed or been a part of um, a lack of connection and you know with covid just when you mentioned that queen i I feel like COVID opened up the door to a lot of individuals that might was going through so a lot of things in their lives. And it seemed like that just kind of just opened up the scam. I hate to say it like that with the sword, but it just opened up because now you notice that you're not going everywhere. You can't really cover yourself. You're in the house. We had to be stabilized somewhere. So things was going in your mind, you're thinking every day, all day, either you're working from home or you're taking care of your kids or you take the marriage and everything's starting to kind of erupt a little bit because now you're sitting stagnated in a sense. You're like, okay, now I got to think of some things that I didn't really want to think about or I got to deal with some things maybe I didn't want to deal with because I was going out or I was going over here and I was trying to let it not get to me. But now I'm here dealing with a whole lot of issues plus, I mean, challenges, Plus, if you are not alone, if you are living alone, like myself, because I'm, I'm I'm living alone. So even with that, even the strongest people say, Barbara, you're strong. There were some days where Barbara was like, okay, wait a minute. Now. I can't go out at all. This is, and I'm here by myself. You know, I mean, it was funny, Queen, just this is a joke. I was, all of a sudden I was hearing things in the house that I never heard before, like different sounds and stuff like, okay. Is it me or am I just losing it right now? And your mind can go there. And I'm just letting you know, your mind can go in different places and will take you to a place of feeling lonely, of feeling not wanted because you're not out there at your job. You're not out there at events. You're just at home, you know? And I think, I just thank God for, and I'll tell anybody, Zoom, any kind of mechanism, tech, technical thing that we had, because if it wasn't for that, not just myself, but I think a lot of other individuals would have a different thing, saying something different now, if that connection was there with that, with the technology, because that saved, I have to say that saved me in a lot of different places, not just with my clients, 
but just as friends and a building a community even more. And your shows also have been instrumental in helping you stay connected and others. Can you share more about the two topics you have and others that are in the pipe? Yes. So, you know, a lot of things I know for a lot of people in COVID too, creativity went up, was like booming for everybody, <laughs> including me, which I'm not a creative person. <laughs> and I said that at the beginning of that year when COVID first started, I'm like, okay, I'm not that creative. Now I got to figure out something else because I can't go to somebody's house anymore. I can't visit them in the office. So one thing that I love to do is connect with people when it comes to what they do, their purpose. Um, and, and I said, how important that is. So I said, so how, I asked myself, I said, Barbara, how can I create something that I can still get with people, but I want to shine a light on them? Because remember back, I said before about how I went through and I don't want anybody knowing that didn't have a voice. So I created the first show at that time. It was called the Coaches Lounge. And I was gearing towards coaches, educators, and consultants because I never really see a lot of people showing them a lot of love on podcasts or anything. Now, there might be out there with podcasts. I haven't heard it technically yet, but I really want to hone in on them because remember, those are the people that stay with you through the good and the bad and the teachable moments of life. Now, Shippa, you're a coach. I'm a coach. Now, we know we have a lot of clients. It's just not a one done thing and then we're off. We sometimes stay with them for months, years, over and over again. So I was thinking to myself, they're helping people uplift their life. They're helping people move the needle in their life. They're helping people get to their goals and objectives in life. They should have a light shine on them because it's not only them thinking about themselves, but now they're so busy thinking about the other person to make sure that they're lifted up. So that's why I created that show. And I brought a lot of different coaches and then people say, well, what kind of coach are you looking for? I said, any, any coach that you are, I just want you to get that light. I want you to be celebrated. And that's, I think that's what's important when we're going back, uh, Shippa, to connections with people. We need to learn how to celebrate each other. We need to learn how to build relationship with each other. We need to learn how to hear each other. So those are the things that I feel like is really much needed. And that creates that community, that creates that connection. And through the shows that I do, that's what I wanted to incorporate. And I just love the idea that you recognize that these are relationships <laughs> that coaches build, but sometimes the light isn't shined on them. <laughs> it's just like, well, wait a minute, you're doing all this because I see you. I see you, queen. I see what you do what, what, what in your genius in your expert genius. And I always say it to everybody because when I always start the show, I always want to say the positive and what I see you doing because we have to uplift each other. That's the first thing I do. And then we start off by talking about everything else that you do and for the world and everything. But we have to remember that we're human beings. We're not robots. <laughs> we're not chat GBT. <laughs> There's no feeling. They don't care, you know, but we're humans. And we have to understand that Humans want love. Human wants human. Hu the human person wants to be says say something. Says something to them. Just not be like, okay, whatever. You have to uplift each other. You have to encourage each other. And that's what I always tell people. If we don't, we got to continuously do that because I see it's a little lack of it right now. And I think that's where the connection has to come back to 
I see it with love. I see it with respect, respecting somebody. And I see just really having an interest in that person. And that's what really get, lights me up when you say um, you see the good in them. You see their light. Their life. So I've always been like that from a young age. I'm innately curious about other people. And I zero in on their their gifts, their gems, their their diamond. I can see it in them. And that's probably one of the reasons I wanted to have my own podcast is because I always see, oh, wow, you're really interesting. How can we shine that light on other people? So I just love that mission that you have. And you also have another podcast, correct? On visibility? Yes. So it's called The Visibility Corner and just started this year. And I was trying to, two things, I'm just going to be, like I said, I'm totally open here. I wanted to connect what I do for my clients within a podcast or TV streaming show. But I also wanted to make sure I was doing my first mission and that's giving people their love and giving people the gifts and spotlighting them. So with the visibility corner, I have people come on, you know, business people, people with their own um, companies, corporate, it's anybody really, but they give little tips throughout the interview on how they show up with their visibility in their lane of what they do. Um, things that they that's fine to work for them, things that maybe didn't work for them, <laughs> some things to stay away from. Uh, I know one person said YouTube wasn't their thing. You know, everybody's not gonna want YouTube. Some people said TikTok, you know. Um, so they give little tips on why it didn't work and maybe it might work for you, but this is the reason why it didn't work for them. So I kind of combine those two where I'm giving them their love, making sure people understand who they are and how they love their lighthouse to the world. And then also giving some tips, something for the audience to take away and say, hey, okay, I can do something with that when I'm trying to get my visibility out there. Because we got to show up. We have to show up. And I feel like being visible is the most important thing besides understanding your purpose in life. Absolutely. Interesting. Mm -hmm. After our podcast, I'll have to talk to you about a, little, a master class I've been working on that resonates very much with what you just said. So it might be a pet project you and I can collaborate around. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to tell you more. Yeah. The third thing I wanted to really zero in on is we are approaching the holidays. And as you and I both are aware, we I, I'll just speak for myself. I feel, like, I feel like I'm a sensitive soul. I sometimes kind of withdraw more easily than connect. And it takes a lot of energy on my part to connect because of the reasons we've talked about. The layers and working through our own, I would say, um, kind of scenarios in our brain or mind that sometimes sets us away from society. So, Perhaps based on everything that you've learned so far, maybe you can give us three tips so that women particularly can feel like can resonate. A lot of my listeners are female entrepreneurs. So before I answer that question, because it's very important, this is very important because I've struggled through that. Like I said, I'm living on my own right now because I went through a divorce so I'm, I'm just me. I don't have any children. So when the holidays come up, now this happened just a few years ago, I was like, soon as October hit, I would get so upset. <laughs> and I get so upset because I know 
we have Thanksgiving, everything's about to start. Thanksgiving, Christmas, or, you know, some people might have different you know, religions that they do, but a Christmas and New Year's. So boom, 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 all in a row. On top of that, for me, my dad passed three days before Thanksgiving. So, so now I'm dealing with not only that the holidays, I feel alone, I'm in, the, in my house by myself, and I'm slowly still thinking all these years past about my dad. So with all that, I before I used to just go into that, okay, for three months, I'm going to be a hermit. I'm totally open here. I did that for 10 years. I did that for a long time. And then, that's why I said the angels come in your life. So then I heard a podcast, as a matter of fact, and they were talking about loneliness and they were a little bit rough, but see, Barbara learns from people being like really straightforward. And when I heard them say, you decide how you want to live your life. No one decides that for you. If you're feeling a certain way, then you have to make the change. Don't look for others to do it for you. And I was like, that's the first I was like, Daddy, really? First, I got like, say that. You don't understand. You know, I started going into that thing, you know, almost to the victim mode, which I hate. I can't stand that. But I went there. Um, but then after I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we have to make our own decisions on how we want to live in this life. We only have one. Am I going to sit here like a hermit all the time and be woe is me? Or am I going to take the little steps? And moving yourself out. So I took the little steps. And sometimes it does take little steps. So the first step I did is I went online. I looked for, because we were in COVID at that time. I looked for online like events happening. And, you know, because the whole Zoom thing, everything was taken up. You know, you can find any event online at that time because you couldn't go nowhere. So I first started off by doing that and going into the rooms of those rooms. Now, mind you, I put, I didn't have my camera on. And they said that was okay. But I was listening. I was in a group with other people. I was listening to their stories. I was listening to their adventures. I was listening to what they were going through. And that was the one step. The one step. And then the next step was, okay, now I need to turn around and say hello to family. And if it's just one cousin or one uncle or whoever that you feel comfortable with. Or a close friend, because some people might not be comfortable with family. You never know, depending on your situation. But I reached out to one that I could really trust and say, look, can we have a face-to-face? -face? I just want to just have a talk, maybe 10, 15 minutes. That's another step. So, you know, you have to find things. First, you got to make in your mind, here goes back to the mindset again. And I'm going to tweak this mindset a little bit, Queen. Because everybody's talking about mindset. You have to have that mindset. You got to believe in yourself. And I agree with all of that. In fact, I teach on it too, but there's something to add to that. And I want people to start thinking about mindset into mind flow. And what I mean by mind flow is when you think of mindset, that's a set. Think of set. It just, you set, sit in there. I was sitting in that loneliness. I was sitting in that room, but I had to open up my mind and flow to make sure I get those steps going. So technically, you know, just give, like I said, going back to giving people what to do to the next stage you have to take those steps but you have to own yourself and say to yourself do I want to be doing this the rest of my life the one life that I have 
because you know how a lot of people say a lot of speakers say this you know you, you you're, you're born you got the middle and then you know we get our wings as i say we fly to the next but i always tell people you need to do something in that middle you owe that to you and you you're accountable to yourself for that and you're accountable to others because now you're hiding your gift people need to know your gift if shipper would hide in the house we wouldn't get all of the beautiful things that she does, not just within her products and services that she offers, but just her as a human being. When I first met Shippa, we met in a community. She didn't even she didn't even have to even say a few words, and I can feel the wonderful energy that was coming from her. How many people have that same energy as missing out because they're hiding? So that's what I would say. Wow. Well, again, I, I have goosebumps. I, I resonate with everything you're saying. And I feel like we're kindred spirits because this is how I see other souls. When I see other souls and when I see you, I see their gifts. That's why I've interviewed so many people. I'll get in tears just saying it, but that's why I'm like, I see your gift. Maybe they see it also. That's good for them, right? But sometimes some people not see it like one time I had a woman who did this epic hike in series of epic hikes and I, I forget the exact data but basically she crossed a milestone in California for how long and how far and how brave she was and it's my most listened to podcast so sometimes they don't know that that little act little act of taking one step forward after another and making it into an epic hike can really inspire another soul. Yes. yes. I like the steps you gave us. You said the first one was during that period of COVID, you basically realized you needed to um, take ownership. Yes. Then you decided to be seen by extending yourself to someone you trusted. Yes. Yeah, that, that was the first step because you, no matter, people can tell you what to do, how to do it, where to do it, when to do it, but it's going to be up to you to do it. And I just had a, it just had a really, like I said, it took a podcast that I was listening to, to jump in my mind and do that little uh, voltage in my brain to say, okay, Barbara, what are you, you're going to just sit here. What are you going to do? You say you want to do this. You say you have this gift. You say that you want to help women. You All this stuff you're saying. But right now, the actions that's showing right now is no. Um, so I, I had, a, you know, I went through my, and I always tell people, it's okay to have the pity party. Just don't have it so long. <laughs> we all got to cry out. We all have to scream out at times. See, I want to make that, that um, clear because a lot of times people feel like, no, you can never cry. Don't do it. Don't, and don't tell nobody that you did it or anything. But no, we have to let it. It's a call of release. You have to release before you receive. So you got to release it out, the crying, the scream, whatever it is. I have screamed. I had opened my door and screamed. Some of my neighbors thought I was crazy. And after I told them, I said, I'm not, I'm just releasing. <laughs> but I had to release all of that anxiety, all that hurt, all that pain that was I was going through. And then once all that happened, it cleared out and I got the tissue and all that stuff. And I sat there in my room. Now it's time for the soothing, for the healing to start. Because if you don't release it, like I said, I don't care who tells you what to do, how to heal. You're really not going to feel that full healing because you haven't really truly released it out. 
So that's the important part. So really, that's the first step, really. And then understand that, okay, now that you did that, now what are you going to do now? You have to step up in your life. And then that's where you start to find different things going to help you. So your second step, you mentioned connecting. Is there a third element that kind of brings it all together for you in terms of third, third element is one thing that I do. And I told myself now that I released, now that I stepped up in my own life and said, okay, Barbara, you got to move forward here. Your accountability to yourself, accountability to others. And the third step is to stay consistent in making sure that you're either loving yourself or loving on others. And what I mean by loving yourself is sometimes it's okay to, to put a two hour on your calendar and say, this is Shippa's time or this is Barbara's time. And no one's going to go within those two hours except for me and whatever I'm doing. So I had to do that because I got to keep the wheel, I have to keep moving. Because you can start something, and then if you're not consistent with it, and then you're going to start going backwards. You don't want to go backwards. So you got to continue on that cycle. The second thing with consistency that I do is I always reach out to one or two people every day if it's just like a one-second cap, sending them a smiley face, or send them a little heart, or just send them just getting on the phone and hitting that button, that record button, say, hey, Stefan, I just want to tell you are a queen of the queens. I love you so much. Have a nice day. Boom. That took what? Less than probably a second. But why can't we take that time out, just a little time in our lives to show ourselves some love and then to show others? And that's where you build that connection. And that's where your mindset and mind flow, when I add it to it, starts to work more and more during the day, every day. Brilliant words. Brilliant, Barbara. You are so awesome. Now, just to wrap up, I wanted to invite you again in the near future to come back to the podcast. But I just really love connecting with you here. And I sincerely believe that those who will listen to this will feel healing opportunities because you've given them that opportunity. And one last question, I just curiosity that I think others will have. What and when was your show inspired? Was it during that period of COVID or was it before that? Uh, for the two shows I mentioned, both of them, uh, the Coaches Lounge was inspired during COVID because I was just thinking to myself, okay, I'm having a hard time right now <laughs> in my business because that was the way beginning where we all had, a, you know, like you said, we were all in our houses and stuff and we had clients we had to deal with and we're like, how do we do this? And then I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm always talking about, I want to make sure that people are getting visibility. I want to make sure that people are understanding who they are. And I know everybody else is trying to figure out a way so they can still show up as we're going through COVID. So that's when I created the Coaches Lounge. Um, because then I said, let me bring these coaches on. They can talk a little bit about what they do. They can give examples of what they do. See all that going on. And I know the whole world was watching because they couldn't go nowhere else. <laughs> so like you said, we use technology for what we need to be done. <laughs> well, Queen Barbara, you have brought such a beautiful gift. And look at, even though there was a painful period that you birthed this beautiful show, to help people. Yes, yes, always, and can, will continue on and on and on, Queen. So we, every time you call me Queen, it's a Queen right back at you. <laughs> well, thank you, Queen. I look forward to having you back in 2024. Yes, I will. This is going to be an honor. Thank you again. I appreciate you so much. 
appreciate you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for tuning in, sweet soul. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for your kind review on Apple Podcast. Simply click on the link in the show notes to leave your lovely feedback and uplift our spirits. Your support means the world to me and helps our show thrive. So please show me your love and continue to practice Omni Mindfulness.